Shut up and sit down. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. See now Woo, you feel good, right? Oh yeah. Now you got the little tinglys. You're like, okay, I got yeah. the juices out. Hell yeah. I want to. I want to do it again. Right, do one more time. Yeah. Business Bros. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I love it. I love it. So today's podcast, we're here with Angel Angel Hernandez, right? That's correct. And then Isaac, what was your last name? Cardona. Angel or Isaac Cardona. Yeah. Awesome. You guys have a company you guys want to shout out, or you just we're branding ourselves here. Yeah, so we do have an investment company, and then we do have an educational company. We'll go in with the educational. Six-figure mentors. Six-figure mentors. That sounds exciting. Why'd you go go for six? Why not seven? Mm. Because the goal is to get to six, and then you get them to the seven-figure mentors. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's the next one. I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Once I know you're making six figures, like, all right, man, I think you need to buy this program to make you seven figures. (laughs) (laughs) At first, it's what 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 do they say? Why Why is six afraid of seven? Because seven, eight, nine. There you oh, go. Okay. <laughs> there you go. What a corny mad joke, right? Corny dad joke. No, I was gonna say what I was gonna say was the first million's always the hardest. Yeah. So you're gonna get them like right there, the six figures. Well, it didn't. Like, they didn't say which six figures. They could go no, nines no, all the way that's down. That's what the I'm board, saying. Right? It's nine, nine, ninety-nine, ninety-nine, ninety-nine. But what if you make six figures a month? Hey, that's true. You, don't you know. didn't say a win. win. I just six said figures. six figures. Six figures. Ooh, I like it. There's people making six figures on a day or on a monthly, you know, so. That's true. There that's you true. go. There you go. But the point is that once you learn the tricks to the game, your earning potential is unlimited. Yeah. And at the beginning, I think a lot of people think, like, an obstacle is like, man, like, so my parents, they never they never graduated high school. They don't have education. So it's like to make six figures, like, oh, my God, $100,000 is a lot of money. But then once you break that, you're like, oh, man, like. Well, you're Latino, right? Yeah. So, I mean, being Mexican, Latino, I mean, a hundred grand a year is like you made it. Oh yeah. Right. I mean, we've talked to a number of different people where they're like, you know, once I hit a hundred grand, it's like, that's it. You're good. And if you mm. ever take a risk after that, like, what are you thinking, right? <laughs> I mean, it's different to, exactly. to go from to go from you know thirty thousand dollars a year scraping by to making a hundred grand and much less making a hundred grand a month. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole different world. That's a whole other ball game for so tell sure. Tell me, tell me what you guys do. What's the education platform? So uh, we have an educational company called Six Figure Mentors. But then, as you guys know, Angel and I are both realtors and investors. So our whole main our whole main business is focused on flipping homes. So we flip homes all throughout San Diego County, from like Borrego Springs to Fallbrook to Oceanside, down to Chula Vista, all the way to like why not have a flip going on in uh, in Hakuma Springs. So that's like if you're cool. going towards El Centro, yeah. an hour and a half. So think yeah. about it, an hour and a half east, an hour two hours to Borrego Springs, you know, northeast. Mm-hmm. So uh, wherever the numbers make sense for us, we'll, we want to buy it. Holy that's moly. exciting. Yeah, yeah, I I, uh, I heard from a little butterfly, you know, Jose, who brought us in here, right? He's like, yeah, you got to talk to these guys to do like 40 flips a year. I'm like, dude, that's a lot. Because we tried to th- do the flip game for a little while. And, you know, I mean, it's different when you have, you know, HGTV makes it look like so easy. Like oh, anybody yeah. can do it, right? <laughs> but then, you know, when you actually get down to the nitty gritty, it's not always the easiest thing. You actually have to have a system in place. You, know, you have to have the hard money lending on one side. You yeah. need to have the staffing on the other side, the actual contract work. You need to be able to pull permits if you need to right away, you know, turn things around in a, in a timely manner. Otherwise, I mean, especially with, with hard money, time is time is money, right? It eats up. Time is really yeah. money. Every day. How did you guys get into that? I mean, where, where did you decide one day, like, uh, you know what, let's start flipping? 
Uh, I just seen like people that had money were flipping and were in real estate. Nobody in my family is, has ever been self-employed or in real estate, so I was like, I'll give it a shot. That I mean, what do I gotta lose? That's the way to go. Yeah, but how did you get to forty a year? I mean, oh, it's, it's one thing to, to you know I'm gonna try to do a flip and do one. Oh right? yeah, it's a different thing to start doing forty a year. It's just scaling. I mean, it's putting. It's just like you're saying, putting a system into pro into into putting a system that works into effect, creating it, and then just replicating it. Like, all right, cool. We did one. We bought one. Like, my first year. Um, August, actually, August of 2016 was when I bought my first flip. And they were like, cool, I got a flip. Cool. Nice. It worked. Yeah. Like, I bought one. Now I need to sell it. <laughs> <laughs> were you licensed as a realtor at the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I was already working for someone uh, finding. So what I know how to do is I know how to find deals. Right. Okay. So me and Angel, that's what we know how to do. We find the deals, we put them together, and then we, we acquire them, you know, fix them up and in disposition. But like that's what you really have to know how to do because anybody can present you a deal. Right. 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 But it's like, is that deal really worth that at the end? Do the numbers make sense? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you need to be able to find a deal that makes sense, that's profitable, and then keep your costs down in order to sell it for a profit. I mean, that's what we're in business for, right? How long have you been uh in, in real estate altogether? Me, not long. I got my license October of 2014. All right, all right. So me personally, I've been uh, doing real estate for two years. So this whole time, I'm, I'm a taquero. I'm a, I'm a taco guy, so I own a taco business. Mm-hmm. And uh, two years ago, as I wanted to grow my taco business, I'm like, how can I grow this quick and fast now? I need to raise some capital, and I said, like, why don't I get into real estate? And I did like everybody does, you know, try to do their sphere of influence, their plans, get their, their deals. And uh, I ended up switching my brokerage. I went to Big Block Realty. And then um, I was there, I was trying to figure out how can I go the fastest? How can I produce better? So what do they always say? Look to who's producing the, the biggest deals most there, right? Mm-hmm. So Isaac was in top 5% for Big Block Realty. So I was like, I need to reach out to him. You know, so I talked to him, I said, hey Isaac, you know what, mentor me, can you show me? And he's like, yeah, come on board, I'll show you. So he's always been so um, ready, eager, and show us and mentor us, you know? And then he says, let me show you how, what we do. And he goes, this is the process. And then from there on out, he's like, he started showing me, coaching me, giving me feedback. The biggest thing that Isaac said to me is like, you're a real estate investor. Let it, let it be known. Start thinking about it. 100%. And then the deals are going to start coming, you know. And that's one of the things that we started, that I personally started saying, okay, I'm a real estate investor. Let's look for these deals. And then the mentality changed. You know, mentality is extremely important. So... Um, I give that a lot to Isaac, and that's when the deal started coming, you know. Boom, it's boom, funny, boom. huh? They say that, you know, men don't want to ask for directions. And, you know, <laughs> I'm going to call BS on that one. You, you went straight up, you're like, hey, you know, I, I'm new to this. Show me how to do this, right? I mean, f- well, first of all, t- a couple things in that story, right? One was that you actually had the, you know, the balls to actually ask for help. Because you could have sat like a lot of agents do and just been at the bottom and kind of try to figure it out yourself. Or you can try to just replicate what's already being done, what's already successful. So kudos to you on that one. Which I tried to do my first year. And I got some deals, (laughs) but don't get me wrong, I did struggle. It wasn't like how everybody expects it. You get your real estate license, all of a sudden we're going to start producing left and right now. It's not like that. So Isaac definitely helped me out a lot, you know. And then, you know, like you said, you know, I came to him because he knew what he was doing in that industry. Right. I've been in the industry of food business, tacos, caterings. That I'm successful, and I've had it for five years. So in the real estate side, let me seek out somebody who's doing this and doing what I wanted to do. Because from the very get-go, I wanted to be a real estate agent, and I like it, but I wanted to be a real estate investor. Right. So I reached out to him, and he's helped me and guided me from the whole process. Well, the other thing you said was you had a, you know, when he said, 
put the label on yourself, right? I'm a real estate investor. Yeah. You know, a lot of agents are, you know, they're afraid to call themselves like salespeople. Call it what it is. You're in sales, right? You're, you're out there selling yourself, selling your services, yeah. selling the homes themselves. And, you know, there's a lot of agents out there that are what we call secret agents, right? They're afraid to say what it is they really <laughs> do. I'm a consultant, you know, oh, I'm yeah. a home <laughs> professional, I'm a whatever, whatever. Dude, you're a real estate agent or you're a real estate investor. I buy homes, I fix them up, I yeah. flip them. That's what I do. Right? How can I help you? And that's that's you know one of those things where it takes you to a whole different level. So how'd you get? How'd you decide? You, you, you know, I'm 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 a talk guy. I'm gonna go into <laughs> real estate. Now I'm a real estate investor. Now what? Like how do you guys get into the well, flip business? We all start somewhere. What's awesome about Angel? He's already had a. He already has a business that's super. The tacos are great. Shameless plug. Famoso tacos. Downtown catering. We got you guys. Hit us up. What's it called? What's it called? It's famoso. Famoso. Yeah. No, you definitely got to hit. Dude, Yo, anytime like, you sell a house, you need to be throwing a taco guy party. No joke. Like, those tacos yeah. are bomb, dude. Like, I, I just went there on yesterday for lunch. Like, I go for lunch. I don't tell Angel. <laughs> I just show up, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um... At the beginning, it's like... But he shows up and says, hey, can I get a discount? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nah, nah, man. He's flipping 40 homes and he still asks for a discount. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. That's the one thing I don't do. I don't ask for discounts with my homies, with my homies. <laughs> Someone else will be like, oh, if I pay cash, can I get a discount? <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's my credit card. <laughs> he says, put it on my tab. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, like, Just going no back... Just on file. <laughs> <laughs> Just to go back to what you're saying, it's like, sometimes we're afraid to ask for, di- ask for directions or ask for for help but it's like uh like the saying you know the closed mouth don't get fed oh, so when i first started i was working selling fitness equipment with, with a guy there and i was like dude i want to be a real estate investor i'm working on my license this is temporary like and then a guy happened to walk in his name's andrew greer super cool guy um he does a lot of flips in san diego he does more developments now but when i when i met him obviously he's a real estate investor and i was like dude i want to be an investor like, I'm only getting my license because I tried doing it on my own, and it was tough. I w- wasn't successful. Right, right. So going back to what you're saying, it's it's hard. To, it may be difficult for you to ask for help, but if you ask for help, that's what's going to get you the fastest. Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. Right? No, and, and and it's also the grind, man. Like, like you know, you're saying you did one whole year of real estate, and you didn't sell too many deals. Most agents, I mean, most brokerage models are built on that assumption they know that they're going to come in you're going to do the three or four or five deals that are the circle of influence and you're done like they don't know how to generate leads or go out and talk to people they don't know so how do you get how do you find deals i mean you were talking about being awesome at finding deals finding the right deals yeah so you you turn churn lead generation all the time you're looking for that person who needs to get out of the home who is let you know they're probably been in the home for 30 plus years they need to get out they have all kinds of junk it's super outdated there's tenants horrible tenants so like you deal with the one thing called uh sentimental value right yeah (laughs) not really appraised value because appraised value ain't that good but i apply a number value to it and be like i'm gonna do it for this price (laughs) i know there's a sentimental uh, attachment to you but for me there isn't strictly numbers like i have a flip uh going on right now hopefully we close next week we're supposed to close last month not sure if it's a lender's problem but um (laughs) (laughs) but uh the deal with that one was um so that so there's a bunch of different ways to find deals and structure deals right so that's what i was telling angel it's like when I meet somebody, I tell them, yeah, I'm a real estate investor, but I also have my license. But then people kind of get turned off on that. And I tell them, but don't worry. I know you're a realtor. Like, I don't want to steal your business. Your business is your business. Like, yeah. when you get an opportunity, you can represent me. Like, I don't need the money on the commission. I want the money on the back end. Right. I'll buy it up front. You can be my realtor. Send it to me all month, all day, all year. I'll buy them. 
So don't be afraid to work with me. Like, if you're going to work with me, you're going to get the real estate commission. I'll coach you how to do the deal. I don't care. You can collect the commission. I just want to make sure I get out the price that I know makes sense for us to buy and to be able to make a profit margin. Right. Like, if I always like I always meet people who want to do wholesaling, who want to do flipping, who want to be an agent. And I'm like, dude, I'll, I'll help you. But just, like, reciprocate when, I, when you have a deal that's going to make sense, you know, and I can buy it. Let me buy it. Right. It's good to know investors because, I mean, as a real estate agent, sometimes when you get a listing, you want to you want to shoot it out to the agents that you or the people that you know that are cash buyers. Right. People. I mean, I'm sure you've come into a deal where it's not only, um, you know, somebody who's going to sell their home traditionally, but they need help moving stuff out. Yeah. They need help relocating. They need help, you know, buying something on the you know, they're downsizing or something like that. So, you know, working with agents that that and with investors, you have that opportunity. You have that leverage, that little bit of wiggle room where, you know, we can close when you're ready to close. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. So so certainly back to that Ramona thing, sorry. Yeah. But it's like you're dealing you're helping you're helping people deal with these huge problems, right? So like the house in Ramona there was like a basement and then there was like the main house and then they built an addition in the back. So there was a tenant in the back, one, two people in the main house, like three people downstairs. And these the, the homeowners were like, uh, help us. Like we wanna sell the house but we can't deal with these people. We try to go to court mm-hmm. And every time we go to court, we end up getting in an argument. And I was like, don't worry. Let's just pay them off. Yeah. Uh, Money works every time. Yeah. Let's just structure the deal the right way. Yeah. And then we reached an agreement, uh, obviously less than what they wanted uh, for the for the tenants, for, for them to vacate the property. Mm-hmm. And I told them, hey, on this day, I need you guys to be out. You guys, I'm going to give you two weeks to decide where you want to go, whatever you want to do, make your arrangements. But on this day, on Monday, I'm cutting here. I'm cutting checks. And you guys are getting out of here. Right? And that's how it went down. So they were super happy. We renovated the home. This one I didn't buy. I, ju- I was just the investor behind it. I renovated it for a percentage of the equity, right? So hopefully we close next week. But going back to your saying, you're helping people with their problems, dealing with a sentimental or dealing with tenants, hard dealing problems. So, I mean, that's, that's what you're getting compensated for. And they're appreciative, yeah, right? Because yeah, they're like, man, you deal with these people that we took them to court. We got the sheriff. We couldn't get them out. Um, they even filed a restraining order on the owners. <laughs> It's <laughs> my own property. Yeah, it's my property. Yes. You're filing a restraining order against me. And I was able to create to dissolve that headache for them. So it works, obviously, you know, because um, my my attachment to the property is strictly monetary mm-hmm. numbers. I don't have the emotional attachment like they're saying. So I'm like, hey, man, I'm talking to these people that are uh, squatting in your property. I'm going to get them out. So that's what it's saying. Like, you're helping people with a bunch of different problems. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. finding solutions. And you kind of grazed over something that was kind of a, a gem there, by the way. You were like, you know, I, I was the investor in this property. I didn't necessarily buy this property. And, yeah. you know, people have this big misconception of flipping means you have to actually own title. You have to, you know, do all the renovation. Then you have to sell the property and close, right? It's not always like that, right? Exactly. No. I mean, oftentimes as an investor, it's how you structure the deal, whether or not you're going to make some money on it. A hundred percent. So I mean, tell me about that that type of type of deal. You done a couple of those, or how do you, what's some some creative structuring that you've done that's made some profits? Yeah. So one time I just sold a property in uh, in uh, Claremont, and I owned sixty six percent of the equity. So you went thirds with people. No, no, no. Me and my partner split thirds, and then the owner had the other the other third. All right. So me and my me and my business partner owned sixty six percent, and then the homeowner earned thirty percent. So I was able to negotiate a deal with a homeowner. Not to take advantage of him because he was going to lose the home because he was like six months 
behind on his payments. Mm -hmm. And I told him, I was like, hey man, like I think I could remodel your home. I'll pay back all your default amount. So now you were gonna have a foreclosure on your record, but now you paid it back miraculously, yeah. right? Yeah. And I renovated the home for you at no cost to you out of pocket, and you were able to make some money when you were gonna give the house back to the bank. So that's wow. one of the structures. One of the structures where the guy's like, "Yeah, cool, let's do it." I was gonna lose my house, make no money, be in default, uh, have Ruin back credit. credit. Yeah, have a foreclosure, and I told him, "Dude, I'll fix your house as soon as you get out of here." I renovated it for him, and he was happy. That is impressive. Did you get that lead from like an REO list or something? No, no, it was from uh, my transaction coordinator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've nice. been doing all my transactions with her from like day one, from like from my first transaction. Uh, she's been my TC. And she knew them, and she was like, hey, this guy wants to sell his house, but he doesn't have any equity. I was like, well, let me be the determiner of that. <laughs> and I looked what properties were selling, and I structured the deal. So that's where I never took ownership of title, just like you're saying. I never had to get a hard money loan on that. Um, we, we financed the whole project of the rehab and then reselling it. And then he got paid his 33% of the equity that we created in the property mm-hmm. because before there wasn't. Um, because of the condition of the property, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was super outdated. The roof was shot. The bathrooms didn't have any tile. The, everything was outdated. That's a great One of the things to story. touch on what Isaac said, you know, because you're asking is how do we find the deals? How, there's a lot of people that are out there that are looking for the help, you know, because yes. if, yeah. if there wasn't investors like us that would help them or guide them through the process, he just gave you two examples where we weren't specifically the owners of the property, right? But we helped them out. We yeah. help them out because if not, they would lose their home. Mm-hmm. And then Absolutely. what would happen if they would lose their home? They would get nothing in return. Right. Here, we assisted them. Mm-hmm. So that's how a lot of the transactions that we do get is because we're there to assist them and help them out, not to just benefit ourselves from it. How can we help out the homeowner? Right, How can right. we be of service to others? Yeah, yeah sure. I love yeah. it. And there's multiple ways of finding them. It's just like putting the label on yourself. Like, I'm a real estate investor, right? Be on my podcast because I got the best podcast. Right, right. right. <laughs> exactly, right? Well, so it's, it's like there you go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's like whatever you whatever you label yourself, um, obviously you need some credibility behind it, right? But if you tell people, Hey, I'm a real estate investor, like I could help you. Right. So that's that's a that's one way of finding the deals, networking with other agents. So this 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 that actually that first deal with the squatters was with a realtor that bought one of my other flips. So she knew I was an investor. And she's like, Hey Isaac, I got this property, it's on the market, make us an offer. I told her what I could offer. She's like, that doesn't work. I was like, check this out. Let me rehab the house. They keep it. Just give me a little bit of the equity. She's like, cool. Let me talk to the owners. And they're like, let's meet. Let's sign a contract. Yeah. yeah. So that was with a realtor. And then we also do a lot of cold calling. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, everybody always grazes over that. But we do a lot of cold calling. It's super important, right? Oh, man. I mean, dude, everybody kind of, you know, throws that over the whim. Like, that's not a thing anymore. They think it's it's as easy as putting a Facebook ad or posting a a couple pictures of what you're doing, creating some video content, and boom, that's it. You got it. You're done. But it's not. I wish it was that easy. Right? (laughs) And, and, and you know, every time we interview people, I always want to reiterate that because, you know, it sounds great doing 40 flips, but you started with one. It sounds great generating a ton of leads, but you started with you know picking up the phone. It's it's yeah. that grind, it's that hard work that you're doing on a daily basis that you kind of just you know you throw it in the back burner a little bit. Like yeah, and we make phone calls. Yeah, we don't knock. You know what I mean? <laughs> but no, that's like probably the I'm correct me if I'm wrong. That's the core of your business. Yeah, absolutely. And now we're doing training. We do training in our office every week on Wednesdays. 
Uh, so like that, everyone in our office could benefit from the wealth of knowledge that myself and my business partner have. So like that, we could all make six figures. That's there right. You go. So tell me a little bit about that training course. How, how, when do you have it? How do you get part of it? How does that work? So that one's divided into three different categories. There, there's one for like realtor specific, mm -hmm. right? Because um, I don't know if you guys know, I looked it up, but the national average for California is like the, the, the realtors get like two to four deals. Yeah. The whole year. The whole year, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Less when, than 12 across the country. Yeah. yeah. So it's like... And most of them are done within the first three years, even though their license lasts four years. Holy shoot. Yeah. So exactly. So you look at those numbers and look at that stat. If you could have somebody or if you could buy a course online to help guide you on a blueprint or on a track that you can just press play, learn, apply, then learn, apply, get a lead get a check and you're like oh shoot this works yeah <laughs> so we have one course that's just agent specific because there's a lot of people who are like dude i just want to make three hundred thousand dollars be an agent cool no problem can i buy the flip you know they don't <laughs> they don't want to do that when they have the capital they have the means because if you're a listing agent like you know how to find deals yes, right because you're the absolutely. ones finding the deals you're the ones putting it on the market mm. and then the second course is for wholesaling right just how you're saying um you could flip houses with no money out of pocket just right. contact somebody who wants to sell their home and be like, hey, man, I could buy your house. Put them in Put them on a contract. And, and sell the contract. Call me an angel. Be like, yo, angel, yo, Isaac, I got this this contract you guys want to buy. Just give me 20K. Cool, no problem. Let me see if the numbers work. The numbers work, dude. I'll pay 25K. I don't care. Yeah, I just want to make go. sure that there's enough money in there for me, for us to make some money, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the second program, the wholesaling. Teaches you how to find deals. Teaches you how to cold call. Teaches you who's a good deal, who's a, who's a good lead, who's hot, who's warm, who's ready to go, and who not to waste your time with. Because your right. time is super valuable. And then the third one is for the guy who wants to do flips, right? So it could be um, the guy who learns how to do wholesales, who builds up his capital and does and then does flip. Or the guy who's just a baller like Angel because <laughs> he has a successful taco business. Right. And he's like, dude, I want to do flips because I got the money. It's time. Exactly, right? Yeah. So then you do that. You, you, you wouldn't want to do the wholesaling or be an agent. You want to be an investor. When I first started, I didn't want to be a realtor. Like, I just want to be an investor because I was afraid to talk to people. I was like, oh, man, because I was in the Navy. And then, like, I was like, I've never had, yeah. like, a sales job, right? Um, I just worked at Domino's in high school. But people are calling me, and I'm just like a robot. I'm just taking their orders, right? So now here I'm like, oh, man, like, I want to get into a business where you have to talk to people. But... I'm not really looking to talk to people, but then I tried it on my own and it was tough. I didn't make it. Mm -hmm. So then I was like, how can I be an asset to someone? I got my license and I told someone, dude, like, I work relentlessly. I'll work for free if I have to. Mm -hmm. And I did. I work for free and then the guy's like, dude, quit your job. Come work for me. It's funny. Angel, you ever been in the military? I was in Marine Corps. <clears throat> oh, so. Yeah, so. It's You're at number three to one. I know. I'm the, I'm the <laughs> only one not in the military in this room. But you know what, though? Every time every time I meet people who've come out of the military, that's one of the things. They may not be able to pick up the phone at, at the start. They may not be able to talk to people face-to-face, -face, but they will work. Yeah. They were very system-oriented. Like th That's one of the things that the military really dug into you guys, right? For <laughs> sure. Look, there's an operations manual. Follow the damn instructions. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> Standard operating procedures. There SOPs, you go. SOPs. There you go. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, so it's basically the same thing in real estate. Um, follow a blueprint. And that's why I wanted to get into real estate because there's a blueprint. Somebody, a lot of somebodies have been super successful, created millions, billions off of real estate. So I was mm. like, I was in the military. I know how to follow instructions. I know how to follow procedures. Let me get a procedure on real estate and make money. So I was like, all right, cool. Let's do it. Yeah. And if seriously, 
It's that easy, right? Seriously, it's that easy. <laughs> <laughs> we did a whole podcast episode on. Let like me get that MRC card. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> exactly. It's that easy, but Step you also have one. to have the ambition. You know, that's true. Well, too. you have to work. Right? You don't have to work after the, it. So the the process is easy, but it's not. It's still a process. Yeah, it's still a grind. What a concept, right? You have to work. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, you you said it, uh, uh, Isaac. You talked about how you have to. Your course, it teaches you how to do things. It teaches you the principles, but then you have to go out and apply. Yeah, yeah, And abs- that's absolutely. the part where people tend to fail. Mm-hmm. That's the part where people have a hard time. You have to get out there. You actually have to apply what you learn. Yeah, it's I mean, like if, if you're at McDonald's, they're going to teach you how to fry fries, yeah. right? But then you still have to go do it. And right. if you don't do it, guess what? You're going to get fired. Exactly. If you don't work 40 hours a week, like how do you want to get paid for – how do you want to make a paycheck for 40 hours a week working 10 hours a week? Well, that's exchanging time for money. It's not my gig, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Angel, I mean you you, got in, you have a successful taco business, right? You have an actual restaurant yeah. right, in downtown. Yeah. Like that doesn't come out of thin air. Tell me about that. Guy. How, how, when did you decide, okay, check it out. Tacos is my thing. You know, I've always had a passion and love for tacos. Always. You know, being raised here in San Diego, Chula Vista, going down to Mexico – loving mm-hmm. the tacos and then about five years five years ago my daughter was born you know six she was six months and all of a sudden i was working at a corporate job i was working for at&t and i said i wanted to give her something more i came across a taco truck and it was packed with people and i said i could do this and all of a sudden i just quit my job and i said this is what i'm going to do mm-hmm. wow. and what Damn, did that's I, ballsy dude. yeah no i did <laughs> especially you know having a six-month-year-old daughter yeah. um coming from security corporate world you know yeah. having everything benefits but i wanted to give her more and then I thought to myself, this is going to be easy, right? And I came out, and then it wasn't. It was very, very difficult. I had days where I, we, we didn't sell hardly anything. I wouldn't even be able to cover my cook. But it was just nonstop grinding it out. And what I would do is, and this is something that I've always taken to my success, is reevaluate every single day. Because mm-hmm. what I'm doing today doesn't mean it's going to make me successful tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But let me figure out what's working today that I could apply tomorrow and let me change my strategies. And that's what I kept doing every single day. So from where I started my business selling tacos on a corner well, on a food truck, it's not where my business is at today. So it's, it's evolving. It's changing. It's constantly always figuring out what's the angle. How can I find that edge? How can I be different than somebody else, you know? And it's constantly applying, like you said, working and working and working. And that's helped me growing from going from one food truck to going to multiple food trucks, going to multiple caterings, going to not having the restaurant in downtown, and growing from a staff of two to multiple staffs, where I'm up to 20 people staffing. You know, So it, it's constantly, constantly looking for that. And in, in applying, applying the stuff that, that, that you do every single day that makes you successful, you know, one of the things that when I started working with Isaac, I said, hey, I want to start learning how to do this. And he's like, yeah, come on into the office. Let me show you what we're going to do. And I went in one day. And the first day that I went, that I went in, he kind of showed me a couple of things. And we did the cold calling. And boom, right away, I got somebody that wanted to, um, wanted to set an appointment, right? And then after that, guess what happened? I didn't go back into the office. I didn't, go, <laughs> I didn't apply it no more. Why? Because you, you had know, an early win. I got well. I got <laughs> felt a little successful. Got an early win, and then I started letting my other biz. I kept making excuses. I yeah. kept calling Isaac. Mm-hmm. I want to go in there, man. But you know what? <clears throat> I'm too busy with my tacos. Mm-hmm. I'm too busy with this. I'm too busy with that. And the then butt f- got in the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything's a butt. That's and, like I, <laughs> and I kept calling him. He kept, but he kept saying, "Well, well come on in, man. You just got to come in." And I go, I go, "What's working?" He goes, "You got to put the time in. You got to put the time in." Absolutely. Yeah. 
And then um, I finally just said, you know what? This is what I wanted to do. I go, I want to flip homes. I want to be an investor. And he's like, this is what you got to do. Change your mindset. Come and put the time. He goes, I know you have the work ethic. I know you have the dedication. Because yeah, he would see it, you know, and I would work. Because I, I work from 5 a.m. to 12 o'clock every single day. If, um, and then I said, okay, this is when I'm going to be my priority. And I started balancing it out, started delegating things out, and I started focusing on this, and then started applying the things that he was teaching me, and then from there started working. So now I balance both, you know. It's not one or the other, but it's how to balance and manage both. That's what I think about. It's not whether you have time, it's how you make time. Correct. That's it. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's another big, big thing for new agents to understand is your calendar, right? You live and die by your calendar. Yeah. You need to set up the times that you're going to do X, Y, and Z activities, and you need to stick to them daily. Otherwise, I don't know how you would manage multiple businesses right, <laughs> without yeah. sticking to your calendar. Because as a business owner, you're putting out fires all day long. In your case, making tacos quite, quite literally probably putting out fires all, <laughs> all yeah. day long. But, I mean, that's what business is about, right? Yeah, and one of the hard parts that I was saying that I had is I had I felt like I had my taco business and I had my real estate business, right? Mm -hmm. And they were two separate. And I said, no, I'm going to start co-branding it. Tino. So from here on out, I'm, I'm the taco guy. I'm the taco guy that sells homes. So you ask me what I do, I said, do tacos and real estate. Tacos and real estate. Tacos and real estate. That's my mindset every single day. Tacos and real estate. So... It doesn't change. So even I asked Isaac, you think I should switch it? And I said, no, I'll do both. He goes, yeah, always not? do both. Yeah. So, and then it ties. Everywhere we go, we go to an open house, we're going to do tacos. We're going to sell your house, we're going to throw a party, we're going to do tacos, right? We're always celebrating with tacos, and it's always top of mind. Tacos and real estate, tacos and real yeah, estate. Yeah, I mean, the whole point of being an entrepreneur <laughs> is to have multiple streams of income. That's right. Oh, absolutely. So it's like, why would you just have one successful business and be like, all right, cool, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. You know, when you could have three, four, seven, you know? You know yeah. what? That's easy to say for, for us because we've bitten, bitten by that entrepreneurial oh, bug, yeah. right? Because, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know if you guys know, I teach high school in the morning. I do a part-time right here at East Lake High, and I talk to a lot of teachers. And for them, there is no entrepreneur bug at all, oh, right? Yeah. They're literally exchanging time for money every single day. And it's hard for them to even understand the concept of having a side hustle. Like, that's beyond their realm, right? And, and for me, I'm like, how could you not be doing anything? I mean, even if I hit, you know, the whole six-figure thing a month, if I was there... I don't think I could stop. Yeah. I think it'd be like, okay, well, what's the next thing? Because mm -hmm. the journey is the fun part, right? Seven. It's the building. It's the growing. It's right. seven figures yeah. a month. Seven, right? eight, Because then, then, you know, you just reach the scoreboard. Okay, cool. I won that round. Now what's next? And yep. I hit that round. Now what's next? And that, that's the beauty of it. And I, I do like the whole tacos. And, and, dude, you need a place to live and you got to eat something every day. Oh, yeah. Right? And every tacos day. Are, the tacos are the best, too. <laughs> yeah. And trust but, me. I don't think you can ever really get tired of tacos. <laughs> yeah. No. For sure. I think I know where I'm going to to eat dinner tonight right <laughs> he's in downtown yeah, yeah. Oh, i live uh banker's hill so oh, oh yeah very close 815 c street famoso what was it 815 c street 815 c street famoso right across street from symphony towers got it there you go. perfect symphony towers check it out dude them. two podcasts in a row that we have uh addresses dropped <laughs> <laughs> shameless plug <laughs> what it's about dude i mean but that's really what it is right i mean we're trying to get our our name out there we're trying to get in front of people tell them what it is we do right tacos and real estate flipping properties business bros podcast that's what it's about just going out there and actually doing pipeline the work. insurance pipeline insurance because right? that's really what you know that's the core of what, what we do we're in the insurance industry so uh nice. yeah so so but um, but ultimately that's business yeah. Ultimately, that's business, right? And think about how you guys are dividing your time differently for different stuff that you're doing. Oh, my gosh. You know? So it's like, oh, well, I'm pretty successful being a teacher. I'm good. 
Yeah, I could have stopped. Yeah, mm-hmm. but stopped. not. You're doing the insurance, and now you're doing the podcast thing. You know, so it's like that is that is Angel. That is me. You know, like we want to do different things, a bunch of different things that create income. Right. All right. So. And the one thing that me and Isaac always talk about what are different ideas that we can do, and he's always says, "Do it. It all works. It all works. It Try different things. Figure out a way to make it work. Yeah." You could, trial and error. Try this. It might work. It might not work. But keep trying. Always yep. try. And Dude, before you know, don't, don't be afraid I'm, of failure. Yeah, exactly. I don't know about you guys, but it's fun. Yeah. Right? It's fun <laughs> yeah, doing it these things. I mean, yeah, even the losses, they suck sometimes. Oh, yeah. But, the, mm. but the, I mean, that makes the victories <coughs> just that much better. Exactly. I love winning. <laughs> There's Personally. A, for, we're, we're both agents with Big Block Realty. And um, we just had our Christmas party, and I got two awards, and I sent the photos to my dad. And then my dad's like, congrats. Like, when you first told me you quit your job to get into real estate, I thought you were crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and I held McLaren, and he's like, how can I do what you're doing? I want to do what you're doing. <laughs> That's so great. He's like, show me what you're doing. So when I get off work, he's a truck driver. Yeah. So when I get off work, I, I could help. How can I help? What can I do over here? Because now he I want to learn, right? Yeah. Because we're Mexicans, right? So when somebody's <laughs> doing something different, we're crabs in a bucket. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Almost like, stop. No, you're messing up. Yeah. But when they're successful, they're like, why don't you hook it up, dude? Let exactly. Let me get a discount on those tacos. Yeah, exactly. All right. So uh, we're at about... Yeah, we're rounding the bend here on time, so... Uh, before we go, I mean, we have a couple shameless plugs, but now we always dedicate the time to you guys. So, uh, anything you want to plug, uh, social media, uh, we already how do we get in touch with you? Yeah, that sort of stuff. And uh, yeah, def- definitely drop that name again. Fam- famosa, famoso, 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 famous yeah. in Spanish. Famous. There you famoso. Go. So once again, Isaac Cardona here. I'm a real estate investor and a realtor in San Diego. Um, you can hit me up on Instagram. It's Isaac underscore C, but the number one is for the I. I kind of like didn't want to be when I first Just got out the Navy. Isaac. No, no, it wasn't that. It was like, how can I make social media so people don't find me? And I'm like, oh man, I want people to find me. I messed it all up. Oops. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now I can't change it because somebody took the Isaac with the number with the letter I at the beginning. <laughs> I was like, dude, can I buy your name? <laughs> can yeah. I buy my name back? But yeah, it's uh, I'm Isaac Cardona on YouTube. Uh, Facebook and on Instagram, but you could just like Google search my name and like everything's gonna pop up. Perfect, perfect. Angel? For me, um, if you guys, obviously main thing is tacos and real estate. I love tacos, I love real estate, I love being an investor. Um, go to my website, eatfamoso.com or our, also my URL is at eatfamoso, so eat famous in the Spanish, eatfamoso. Um, as far as um, if you wanna get a hold of me, Feel free to reach out to me through uh, Instagram, social media, same thing, Hernandez.Angel underscore. Nice, nice. All right, and last but not least, who do you guys want to tag to be on the podcast next? Mm. All the names are rolling through their heads. I'll tag somebody. Uh, Jason Stewart. Are you guys familiar with Epic Fighting? No. Dude, Epic Fighting is a local MMA scene. They get down every three months, so like every, every quarter once every quarter um they just had their uh fight in november super awesome like over a thousand people go and there's like 20 fights all local guys whoa all local guys from like mma gyms here in san diego um that's super successful and they do it four times a year um and they i don't know if you guys know who uh, steven bonner is he was just their announcer he's a ufc champ 
wow. but then they have another guy who's their normal announcer, but he's out doing something else. But uh, Jason Stewart with Epic Fighting here in San Diego. If you guys don't know the local MMA fight club scene, you should definitely check it out. All right. Awesome. So you got to tag him on. A, on <coughs> when we post this episode, you'll post probably, I think, uh, Tuesday's Christmas. So Wednesday is when you post. And then you guys got to tag him, let him know he's on the podcast. And then don't tell him he's at the end. So he has to listen to the whole thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. You Angel, you want to tag anybody or are you good? No, yeah. You know what he'll tag? I want to tag uh, Daniel Contreras. You know, the, right. yeah, Daniel Contreras, me and him, I've known him for a long time. We grew up together. He's super successful in the loans. He has a lot of knowledge. And uh, recently, we've linked up, and he's helped me a lot with um, marketing, promotion-wise, and stuff like that. He's a lot of good support system. Um, so I want to bring him on. He has a lot of knowledge. Definitely Daniel Contreras. Sweet. All Perfect. right, so we got two plugs. And, of course, if you guys want to get a hold of us, if you ever have any questions for all your insurance need, Hernan at csfirst.com or james at csfirst.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Business Bros Pod. That's all we got for you guys today. Thanks for being on the show, guys. Hey, thanks, thanks for having us. Go. Peace. Bye-bye. And I'm out. <laughs>